welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your Christian Financial Advisors host, Bob Barber, and his co-host, Sean Peters. Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. We're so glad that you joined us today or tonight, depending on what time it is when you're watching this. And if you enjoy videos on financial topics from a Christian perspective with scriptures, we'd love for you to smash that subscribe button, like this video, and maybe share it with your friends. Now, today we're going to be covering the different types of financial advisors. Bob, can you give us a little little overview on this. We've kind of covered something like this before, right? Yeah, four months ago, actually, nearly to the day, um, we did a program called 21 Questions to Ask a Financial Advisor. And I believe this is a goes a little bit deeper because you got the questions down, but what about the different types of financial advisors? So a little so, more explanation of right. what are the actual different types, not from the perspective of here's the list to bring with you. Right. Okay. That, that's right. And and different advisors fit, you know, it's different advisors for different people. Right. right? Different needs and wants. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Now, Sean, I know that you came up with some interesting scriptures from the message mm-hmm. um, talking about seeking advice. That's right. Uh, and you know, this is my son-in-law that came up with this, all right? These are some pretty tough scriptures, so he's going to go over them. I thought I think they're well, fun, though. I, I think if scripture is convicting, then, yeah. then maybe it has a there's, there's maybe something it's convicting there for me. It. Yeah, <laughs> maybe there's something there for it. Yeah. Okay. Now I, I put these in here from from the message. Okay. And you know I know everyone probably has their preferred translation yeah. of the Bible, but I personally like the NASB NASB as well as the message because NASB is a little more of a, you know, direct word for word, kind of like King's James, King uh-huh. James, a little more direct yeah. from the original Greek and Hebrew. And the message, I like it because the translation is more of, okay, here's like a couple verses together. What was the original intent of the actual uh, original Greek and Hebrew? Because, you know, like, we have one word for love, mm-hmm. but Greek has, what, four words for love? So anyway, that's why I like the Sounds message. Sounds like some of your background when you went to Liberty University where you found right. out about yeah. this too. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's why I like the message. It, it's a little more hard-hitting, Okay. You will, All right. to the point. So, okay. Well, we are Christian financial with advisors that, With that warning. So. Yeah. With that warning. For, Here we go. <laughs> here's Proverbs twelve fifteen: Fools are headstrong and do what they like. Wise people take advice which I think these scriptures I, on advice and counsel yeah. pro- kind of fit with yeah, they do. seeking a financial advisor. Or, I want to be that wise person. Yeah, exactly. Proverbs fourteen twenty four: the wise accumulate wisdom. Fools get stupider by the day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I think probably the NASB or some of the other might translations might say, tactful. the wise build wisdom and fools neglect it. That might be a little more I think diplomatic it's way. Despise wisdom yeah. and knowledge. That's what it is. Yeah. I, I remember that because I remember the scripture. Which now. sounds a little more, yeah, a little more nice yeah, way of saying it. Saying that stupider, uh-huh. golly. Proverbs fifteen twelve. Know it alls don't like being told what to do. They avoid the company of wise men and women. Hmm. And then we have, okay. I've got two more for you. you Proverbs. Know, that's one of my favorite scriptures, but mm-hmm. from the NIV version. The Proverbs 15, 22. Plans fell from lack of counsel, but when good advice they succeed. That's right. And in uh, the message, it's refuse good advice and watch your plans fail. Take good counsel and watch them succeed. I like success. That's right. And the last one, Ecclesiastes seven eleven, Wisdom is better when it's paired with money, especially if you get both while you're still living. Double protection, wisdom, and wealth. Plus this bonus, 
wisdom energizes its owner. Okay, so we're hoping to give wisdom today. That's right. right? We're hoping this wisdom will not offend you, but will energize you and make you more prepared to find the right financial advisor. So, so. The, the average person really doesn't know there's all these different types of financial advisors That's out right, there. Yeah. You know, they, they Google financial advisor or, or with us, the way that everyone's always calling us is they're, they're 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 searching Christian financial advisor, right? And that's our the name of our company. And depending so, on where you're located, depending on who's paying for paid ads, you know, people might just see, oh, there's something I was I was looking for. Right. It sounds right, but it's not all the same. So, so Bob, what what are some of the options first on how advisors are paid? What kind well, of I want to say first of all, Sean, there there's not necessarily a right or wrong way here. Okay, correct. I yeah. mean, if one advisor operates this way and another advisor operates the other way. That's just the way they choose to do business. Yeah. So, so you would say there's pros and cons really, there no is. matter which one Exactly. It is. Okay. So the, the first thing I think is important to understand when you're looking for a financial advisor, and a lot of people are looking today, especially as more and more people retire. Mm-hmm. We had the bear market last year. There's a lot of switching that goes on after that. Okay. You, know, you have a bad year and everybody's like, I want to go find a new financial advisor. Okay. The first thing is, is how the advisors are paid. Are they commission-based or fee-based only, or are they hybrid? Okay. 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 Now, in each one of these, we're going to point out what Christian Financial Advisors is in these three. So the commission-based, you know, is is very based. uh, That's how they're paid. They're paid whatever they put you in, they're paid a commission. Right. right? So a one-time fee, and depending on what the product is, depending on the situation, they're paid anywhere from, say, a few percent, five percent, maybe up to ten percent. It could be. It could yeah. be that high. Okay. And some of them have what's called a trail commission that okay. they could get to, maybe twenty-five. Well, I say a quarter, a quarter, yeah. twenty-five basis points. Nobody knows what that means, but we do. But a quarter percent up to maybe a half or even one. Yeah. Okay. Then there's the fee-based advisor, and that's that's what we are. We're fee-based, fiduciary-only based advisor, and and that's where we are actually paid by the client. We're not paid by anyone else. Okay. okay. Right. And then you have what's called your hybrid model. And a lot of advisors work from the hybrid model, meaning that they, they handle commission based products and they charge a fee also. Right. So okay. that's the, that's what you want to ask when you're looking for an advisor. Are you are you commission based? Are you fee based? Are you a hybrid of the two? Fee based okay? only, I think would be. Yeah, fee based yeah. only. Or yeah. do you are you a hybrid where you can sell commissionable products and you offer ongoing financial advice for a percentage fee. And uh, and, and a fee base is usually fiduciary based, okay? Yeah. Because because the, it's always what's in the best interest of the client because the client's the one that's paying you. So you should do what's in the best interest of the client, not what's in the best interest of the product that you're selling, okay? And the fee base, fee base only would also typically be associated with the investment management, right? Because you're, typically it's related in some form yeah. or fashion oh, yes. to the assets that's that are being managed. Asset management. Okay. That's, that's correct. Gotcha. All right. All right. Okay. So uh, the, the next area, there's there's three of these areas too. Some advisors are very product oriented. Okay. That's going to be mostly your commission-based advisors. That's the ones that are going to sell like annuities, life insurance, alternative investments, like a real estate investment trust or maybe an oil and gas investment. Okay. Or they're going to be financial planning oriented. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or investment manage oriented, or they can be a both okay? financial planning and investment and oriented. investment oriented. Okay. okay, that's what we are, at Christian Financial Advisors. We're both financial planning oriented and investment oriented because we believe the two need uh, to to go together. 
All right. right. So our, our focus here is investment management is our bread and butter, if you will. Like that's our, our main focus. We do biblically responsible investing. And as part of that, depending on assets under management, we offer different levels of financial planning as a value added services or as an additional, like by the hour, you can you know work with us for financial planning. Under three, if you have, so, if, if, just to say this so everyone will know, if you have under $300,000 in of management with our firm, it's a, it, financial planning is by the hour, okay? Right. If you have over 300000 it's included. And all that is uh, on our website, mm-hmm. how our fees are structured. And Which, by the way, we have a blended, uh, fleet, blended fee structure that the more you have with us, the lower the fee goes. Right, right. Okay. okay. All right. So next we're going to cover some portfolio styles. Yeah, that's correct. So, and, so this is, of course, assuming someone is doing investment management. Right. So that's, that's what, are, right. what are our first options, Bob? Well, the first is the buy and hold portfolio style. And that's where you, most of your advisors fit. They're, they're going to put you in an asset allocation model. It's going to be either a growth model, a balanced model, a conservative model. Um, and that's going to be, they're going to put you in that. It's going to be a buy and hold through thick and thin, down markets, up markets, et cetera. Okay? And do they usually have some sort of... Uh, automatic rebalancing where say yes, like a lot every of quarter do. it will rebalance and the positions don't change but it just rebalances regardless of what's going on that's right okay and you know and we just did the the program about a month and a half two months ago on all the how to diversify mm-hmm. okay the the next style of a financial diversification 101 for those who that, want to oh, check is that it what out it was, yeah. it was three part it was a three-part mm-hmm. series okay yeah. the next style is what we refer to as a tactical portfolio style that's what we use here okay and, and which, how is that different than the okay. buy and hold the the buy and hold is the tactical is going to attempt to sell at highs and buy at lows okay and so we don't we wouldn't automatically rebalance every quarter in in a style like that it no, would be we rebalance as needed, needed. Okay. That, that's correct. Now, as an example of that, in October of 2021, when the markets were at an all-time high, they continued to go higher for a couple months. I got out a little early, I got to admit, but we took our stock exposure overall, nearly cut it in half. And you remember when we did that. And then last year when the markets were way, well, way down. Well, that was in our moderate balance yeah, accounts. We didn't right. necessarily go that low in like our aggressive. Uh, aggressive growth. No, yeah. we went down to, I think, about 75% mm-hmm. from 95%. Mm-hmm. But we've entered back in, and we entered back in when the markets went down. So that's a tactical style of um, investing. If I may interject, Bob, here, yeah. I believe I've heard you say many times that when you're deciding whether or not to hold on to the market continuing to grow when it seems like the momentum is slowing down, the pigs get fat and the hogs get slaughtered. It is. That's so, the that's the old style. And I'm a, I'm, a, I'm I apologize a, to our vegetarian visitors or uh, viewers. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> but very. It's, it's just I'm, an analogy. I'm very Texan, very country boy, and that's an old saying I've I've always heard. And um, I'm also I I have kind of a Warren Buffett style when the markets are at all time highs, the emotions chart. We need to show that emotions chart right now, and you'll see that is that. It, when everybody's wanting to buy, 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 that's when I'm saying it's time to sell. Mm-hmm. When everybody's wanting to sell, 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 that's when I want to buy more. Okay, yeah. so I quietly, so you never you never really hit that top full like the top, top, top. You never really buying in at the absolute bottom, but it's using that kind of an idea that contrarian theory helps to 
to try to get near the top right and you try to get near the bottom is is the goal with that and we're, so we're, we're active that's a tactical style portfolio is very actively managing it's not a buy and hold okay and, and then some advisors also what they'll do is they'll hire third party managers to to manage so we got the two board. different styles we got okay. buy and hold we have tactical right and then we have two different ways of how those styles are managed right that's correct okay and so either a third party right which would mean someone someone else's monitoring that either buy and hold or tactical on your behalf or like what we do here at christian financial advisors uh, we actually manage that in-house bob of course is in charge of our investment management been doing this for you know three decades or so for a little bit of experience too long nearly uh, <laughs> but I, I, but i hope to be doing it another 20 years that'd yeah, me at me 50 too. years wouldn't it yeah keep you active yeah it sure <laughs> it sure would so uh, that's how we do it here. Okay. okay. So next, um, the type of advisors are, there's the independent advisors, okay. which is what we are. Correct. Okay. We don't have a, a big parent company that tells us specific investment strategies or portfolios or types of holdings that we have to use. That's right. Yeah. And then you have your larger, uh, you have a captured advisory firm. So what do you mean by captured? Well, that's going to be your well-known names. I'm just going to name some of them. It's okay, I think. Um, you know, like, like Wells Fargo Advisors, or uh, Merrill Lynch. So maybe um, they're associated or, with the bank or uh, yeah, Edward Jones, I guess. Would yeah, be we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. So those those are what we refer to as the captured advisory firms. And, and you know, I'm not saying there's a right or wrong on either way. Of course, yeah. Um, but uh, they have more of a, you know, they're a lot larger and, and they have to stick by that style. Yeah, so it's okay. kind of the difference between, you know, an independent uh, local restaurant versus some sort of uh, franchise, which, right. which again, Nothing wrong. Like they both serve food, right. but just depends on what you're looking for. That's correct. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And then the next we have uh, what we would say values versus profit only approach. Now, that has to do with investing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we've spoke a lot about this. I mean, when you can go back into our archives and find a, a, a lot of information about biblically responsible investing. Okay. And that's our approach here. We we strive to. Uh, stay away from companies that are involved in immoral agendas according to biblical guidelines yeah and we strive to look for the companies that are doing good yeah for even society. if they're not christian just they're making a positive impact on society so really those are the two options you have investing in a company regardless of what they may support or be involved in right. just do the financials look good? That's right. And then what we do is we look at are the financials good, but we also take the approach of like what you were saying, both the positive and negative screens to to look for companies that are are making a positive impact on our world. So the majority of advisors are not biblically responsible, right? Yeah, I, I mean that would probably you'd probably say ninety to ninety five percent yeah. advisors. But are, as, are as not. believers, as Christians, we feel that it's very important that what you own, what you invest in, how you make money is just as important as making money in the first place. That's because of the scriptural guideline from Proverbs uh, 24. It says, the earth is the Lord's, 24-1. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. So we feel like that we've taught here is, is it belongs to God and we're managers. Therefore, we, we should be good stewards with, of what God has entrusted to us. That, that's, cor okay? that's correct. And so the next thing we have is, is the advisor you might want to hire or work with, are they team-oriented uh, in their approach for clients, or is it more individually oriented, where each advisor is kind of doing their own thing? You know, well, for and, their and and anytime that client thinks I need help, they're going to go to that individual. Okay. Right. Or do they contact the team, and the t you know the team is set up in a way where you know maybe you prefer to talk to your advisor, but maybe if they're not available, one of the other advisors right. or service team is available. So okay. we're we're the we're the team approach side of it. Um, 
Sean, as you know, I don't know how to do a form. I haven't done a form, filled <laughs> well, out a you, form you in 30 years. probably know how to do it. You're just a little rusty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I take the team approach and hire experts in things that I don't like to do. And I'm not good at. Yeah, it's called delegation. Okay. So, right. but but you know, plans fell from lack of counsel when the advisors they succeed, and mm-hmm. and we all have different spiritual gifts, and I like to use those gifts here in the firm. So that's what we that's why we have a team approach here that's at right. Christian Financial Advisors. We we uh, we work off of each other's strengths and and use those strengths to balance each other's weaknesses. So we just so. have a couple more. Yep, we got the new way or the old way. Well. I think you could go into this first one on the new way because you're the one behind technology here. A little bit. So a uh, technology-driven approach or a little more old-fashioned paper print style and, you know, in-person meetings, filing cabinets. So we we take the technology-driven approach and, you know, that includes a lot of things. Zoom slash video meetings, depending on your preference. Mm -hmm. Uh, Things like DocuSign electronic signatures, online accounts and portals, texting, email, having an online that portal for being able to share files securely. Uh, we use a, a service called eMoney that allows us to do not only that, but also financial planning, you know, having a smartphone app, et cetera. I, I always say that technology shouldn't replace people. What technology should do is make it more efficient for people to communicate with one another. Right. And if there's something that a human isn't really adding any value to, but it needs to get done, a computer should do that because mm-hmm. then we have more time one-on-one with people. That's right. what the point is. And, and and because of technology, it allows us as a Christian firm to serve Christians nationwide. That's right. And and even in our own hometown now, it's funny how many people have chosen to go with the Zoom online meeting. I prefer them to come in. I like meeting with people. I'm a people person. But yeah. I can see why, especially as busy as San Antonio and Austin are. If they live in San Antonio, they like to do Zoom. They don't yeah. want to get on 35, and it takes 45 minutes to an hour to get here, to get back, well, and they can just do a Zoom meeting in 45 if, minutes total. Even if Bob, it only takes 10, 15-minute drive, well, round trip, you're now talking 20, 30 minutes. And so if someone has, say, hey, I've got an hour for lunch, so I have time, well, they could jump on the computer, have their meeting, kind of maybe while they're eating lunch, and then they're right back to it. They didn't have to spend any time driving. So that has definitely happened where people realize it's not just because you can't go in person. It's just more convenient to meet digitally. I never realized, you know, how much we use DocuSign is amazing. It makes it so much, so much easier. So we got our last one, right? Our last one. So is it Christian or secular, which we we covered a little bit, but this goes in a little bit more of the advice. So is the advice simply how much money can you make and what are you saving for retirement? Or is it advice based on biblical script, biblical principles? And so, biblical so I got worldview? it two ways: advice based on a secular worldview, or advice advice based on a biblical worldview. That's right. And here we want our advice, the Christian financial advisors, to be based on a biblical worldview. Okay. Or otherwise known as kingdom building, we want That's it to right. be focused on how are you building the kingdom, not just saving for retirement and preparing for that, but but how how is what you're doing going to impact after you're gone and impact the kingdom of God. So well, there you go. That's a lot of information yep. to go with. And you might want to watch this a couple of times. Remember, um, I pointed out at the beginning, you might want to go back to episode 130, which we did three or four months ago. That was on 21 questions to ask a financial advisor too. But hopefully we've helped you to understand all the different types of financial advisors. And then you can go back and look at that and the questions to ask once you choose that financial advisor. Well, that's going to do it for that's today, it. I guess. Thanks again for joining us. And as always, you can visit our website, christianfinancialadvisors.com. You can call or text us at, during business hours, right. 830-609-6986. God bless you. And again, thanks for joining us. 
We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.